0: It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Today we are talking about $1 million decisions. The financial decisions we make are about way more than the specific dollar amount associated with them today. Those decisions have opportunity costs and compound effects over time. And the idea for this episode came from a conversation I was having with one of my clients. So one of my clients is working to get her and her husband's entertainment spending lower to the level they want it to be. And they're also interested in financial independence. If you're not familiar with the concept of financial independence, it is the point at which you no longer need to earn income because you're able to cover your living expenses with your assets indefinitely. There's a study called the Trinity Study that looked at various retirement accounts and concluded that 4% is a safe rate to withdraw money from the account and not run out of money. So the rule of thumb for reaching financial independence is when you have 25 times your annual expenses invested. Because at that point, one year's worth of expenses would be 4% of the total balance of your assets. And so you can withdraw 4% of your assets each year to live on and theoretically never run out of money based on the study. So with that background, my client and I were talking about the concept of financial independence and her and her husband's financial independence number specifically, meaning how much they need to have invested to achieve financial independence. So we looked at their typical monthly expenses and multiplied that number by 12 to get a rough estimate of their typical annual expenses. Then using the rule of thumb we just talked about, we multiplied the annual expenses by 25 and we got a number that was much bigger than what she was expecting. And we were talking about the fact that their financial independence number can change. It's completely within their control because it's based on their expenses. So they have a lot of wiggle room in moving the needle on that number. When you're thinking about financial independence, every $100 you spend each month is another $30,000 you need to save for financial independence to cover that level of spending, right? So $100 times 12 months to get the annual spending, times 25 to get the financial independence number. Every $1,000 you spend each month is another $300,000 that you need to save. Again, $1,000 times 12 months times 25 to get the financial independence number. So for them, I mentioned they're working to lower the amount they spend on entertainment. They are spending about $3,000 a month on entertainment right now. So that's almost a million dollars, right? $900,000 they need to have invested just to cover their entertainment spending if they plan to continue spending that amount. If they decrease the amount, then they will lower the amount they need to save. That's where this concept of million-dollar decisions came from, because just a few tweaks to the way that they entertain themselves and how much it costs for them to entertain themselves can be a $1 million difference in the amount they need to have invested to reach financial independence. And to be fair, it doesn't only have to be about their entertainment spending. They could decrease their spending in whatever areas that add up to $3,000, I'm just using entertainment as the example because that's actually the area that this client wants to cut down on. But let's take it a step further. As I mentioned, this client is spending $3,000 a month on entertainment. So not only would she need to have almost a million dollars to keep up with that same level of spending once she reaches financial independence, but if she were to invest that same amount, it could grow to almost $4.5 million over the next 30 years. She actually wants to be done working before 30 years from now. So we could look at a shorter time period, like 15 years, and it would still grow to a little over a million dollars in that time frame. So the decision of how much they're spending on entertainment isn't about the $3,000 a month they're spending. We're actually talking about between $1 and $4.5 million. When you look at how much they need to have invested to continue that level of spending once they reach financial independence, and or how much that money could grow to if they invested it instead. And ultimately, they're fine, right? They're reaching their goals even with spending $3,000 a month on entertainment. They are just looking at wanting to decrease that amount, so that's why I looked at it. But they're able to make progress on the goals that they have. So we are going to run a few more calculations, but in case you're interested in running some of these yourself using your own numbers, I am using the Future Value of Investment Calculator from ChooseFI, which I will link up in the show notes. So as a reminder, you can always find show notes for each episode at rowthomas.com slash the episode number. So show notes for today's episode are available at rowthomas.com slash 109, 109. All right, so the calculator includes an 8% interest rate as the default, and I'm using that. The stock market on average returns about 8 to 10% a year. There are some years where it's way more than that, some years where it's down, but on average it's around 8 to 10%. So 8% is a pretty conservative estimate of the potential return in the market. So getting into the calculations, let's say you don't have $3,000 of wiggle room or don't want to tweak your spending by $3,000, but let's say that you are able or willing to free up $1,000 just by managing your money differently. If you were to invest $1,000 per month for 30 years, that gives you almost 1.5 million. Again, assuming that 8% annual return. So when you start with nothing and you invest $1,000 a month for 30 years, you'd have 1.5 million. And most of you are not starting from nothing, right? Most of you are you know, saving something. You have at least something in your retirement account or some other vehicle. So you would end up with even more than that. Now let's say you didn't want to wait 30 years. You want to be done in 20 years. That's still over half a million dollars. It's almost $600,000, $589,000. Again, assuming an 8% interest rate, investing $1,000 a month for 20 years. Even freeing up $500 a month and investing that for 30 years would get you almost $750,000 after 30 years. So it's not just about the $500 or the $1,000. It's about the $1 million plus it could become if you invested it instead. And please understand what I'm saying here. Like I'm not saying cut everything and deprive yourself so you can build your investments and reach financial independence as quickly as possible. But I know from working with so many of you that you're likely overspending by at least $1,000 each month And don't even realize it because you don't have a good handle on where your money's going. You're spending on stuff that you don't care about, that you wouldn't miss if you cut back. And that's the money I'm talking about here, right? That's driving up your expenses and your financial independence number. And it's robbing you of the ability to build more wealth. If you can decrease some of that spending that you don't care about and redirect it to your goals, right? If you can find $1,000 that you could invest that gives you $1.5 million in 30 years. And that's only looking at $1,000 per month. Many of my clients, when we analyze their spending and what's really important to them, they're able to put three dollars to $4,000 a month or more toward their goals. And I've done some of these calculations with my clients where it's like, okay, if you continue on this trajectory where you're currently putting this amount towards paying off your debt, you'll be done in X amount of time, usually something like two to five years. Then after that, you shift your focus and put that amount toward your investments. And this is on top of the money they're investing while they pay off debt. So that will already continue to grow. Then you turn around and invest another 3000 to 4000 a month on top of that. So my clients are going to end up with multiple millions of dollars. And long before that point, they'll have a lot more freedom and flexibility in their careers. They'll feel less stressed and be willing to take more risks and push back on things and ultimately be better lawyers because they're not worried about the financial implications of their decisions. They'll be set up really well to make a career change if they want to, whether that's leaving the law like I did or taking a lower paying job or working on a more part-time basis if their firm or company has that. And keep in mind, too, that the calculations didn't account for them making any more money that they could also invest, right? So we're assuming they don't get any pay raises, don't get any bonuses, don't start any side hustles, just the amount that they're able to put toward their investments from their current income. But of course, we know that over the years, they likely will get raises and bonuses, and they could get involved in side hustles if they wanted to and otherwise make more money. So it's not just the three to 4000 that they freed up so far from their current spending, It's the millions of dollars that they'll have down the line if they stay on this path. Learning to manage your money as early as possible will pay you in buckets. It's worth millions of dollars over the course of your lifetime. Finding this money doesn't even impact your life a whole lot because of how often we spend without intention. If you're not planning your spending, I guarantee you're spending more than you realize and you're spending on stuff you don't even care about. I say all the time that we're always making trade-offs with our money, and so every dollar you use for one thing is a dollar you can't use for something else. But we haven't talked too much, if at all, about the true value of those trade-offs and the compound effect of those decisions. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, and when you're investing, it's working for you. Not managing your money intentionally is so much more than, than the money that you're spending. It's the returns that money could earn for you if you were investing it, the stress that could be relieved if you knew exactly where your money was going and that you were on track for your financial goals and that you had a plan for your debt and had a plan for investing. It's about the value of all those decisions compounded over time. So if you want to learn to make more intentional spending decisions so you can direct more money toward your investments and other financial goals, I invite you to work with me. As my clients have found, the decision to work with me is worth way more than the amount you pay. You learn the mindset and skills to manage your money better for the rest of your life. It's a million or multi-million dollar decision in itself. So if you want to learn more about working with me, head to rowthomas.com call and let's set up some time to talk. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Come connect with me over on social media. I am most often on LinkedIn, Ro Thomas and Instagram at IamRothomas. Subscribe to the show and leave a review, both of which help more people to find it. And please take a second, think of a friend or two who would benefit from this information and share this episode with them. As we close out, friend, I pray that you take the information you learn here, apply it in your life, and open up to the realization that wealth is available to you. As you do that consistently, week after week, you'll continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.